0: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Day Fox Home Remodeling Show. I'm Gary Demas. Really glad that you're tuning in this morning. And of course, Jamie's with me. How are you doing, Jamie?
1: Good, thanks. Good morning, yep. everyone.
0: And we have a special guest today, which Jamie's going to introduce. We're going to keep it a secret here for a few seconds. Oh,
1: the suspense.
0: Suspense. <laughs> All right. Um, so we've been doing more guest shows here lately, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we're just getting tired of talking to each other. That's why we want somebody else here to <laughs> kind of break it up a little bit. We barely Are you getting ever tired talk. of talking with me, Jamie. Never, is that the Gary, deal? Never. Okay.
1: All right. uh, no. But I think guests, having guests on the show is always fun and kind mm-hmm. of brings that new new voice to the show, new perspective on the remodeling industry yeah. and into cool. your home. Into Great. your hearts. Into your home,
0: <laughs> into your heart. Okay. Is that gonna be on the next ad we see in Super magazine? Okay. It's got a little ring to it. I know, right? Okay. All right. Uh, Speaking of marketing, what's going on in the marketing world now for Dave Fox?
1: For Dave Fox? Well, we are, you know, one of my favorite things I always hear when a new lead calls is, oh, I live in Columbus. I've always seen, seen, hear you guys everywhere, right? That's uh, like the best. (laughs) Um, so, you yeah, know, puts
0: a smile on your face. It sure? does put yeah. a smile
1: on my face because that's, you know, kind of my job to yep. make sure you see and hear us. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can always see our vehicles driving around town, of course, um, you know, give us a little wave and, and that sort of thing. And of course, on our website, uh, DaveFox.com has endless photographs, our radio show, everything like that, that you can imagine our process, uh, we're one of the few companies that will give you budget expectations. We have budget ranges for projects. Mm-hmm. We also share the budgets um, on our photo galleries. Mm-hmm. So if you click through a picture and go all the way to that whole project gallery, you can actually see the budget for that that project. So you can have a realistic kind of perspective. Um, something we also add on those budgets is the year they were done. Because yeah. that has a pretty big <laughs> impact on the budget. Yeah. <laughs> Sure. Um but yeah and you know in so house trends and people magazine. need to add
0: their own inflation factor <laughs> right. based on the year right? Okay. Yeah,
1: pick a percentage to yeah. add to those those prices. Mm-hmm. Um we're also in the house trends magazine uh that gets distributed around town as well as some of the city scene publications um Dublin Life, New Albany, Westerville, Tri Village um and of course here on 610 WTVN. Yep.
0: Okay. Every
1: Sunday morning at eight.
0: <laughs> Very good. All right, thanks. Well, do you want to go ahead and introduce our special guests today, Jamie?
1: Yeah, so today we have uh, one of our carpenters with us, and Ann Blowers is here this morning. Good morning, Ann. Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming in. And so Ann has been with us a year? Oh, going on two. Going on two. Yeah, time time has flown. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so Ann's been a great addition to the team, and... You know, Anne, I must say, you have probably one of our most memorable interviews. I just loved the way that you came to us, and oh, really? Um, I thought it was just a, a fun story, you know, that you had oh, for great. how you got into the industry and everything like that, and mm-hmm. so I thought it would be a perfect opportunity to have you on as a guest and cool. kind of share your story. So I guess being a carpenter at Dave Fox, I mean, when did that kind of come into your mind as something that you wanted?
2: yeah so um to be honest i hadn't so i'm from newark and i really hadn't seen the dave fox um name too much you know we hadn't done remodeling around our house for a while right so um so i wasn't familiar with the name and i actually ran into one of the other carpenters from here um through my church group our young adult group and i was actually just transitioning out of my job so i just resigned my previous job um, knew I wanted to move into the trades and was going to be an apprentice with a family friend, a part-time apprentice, and uh, ran into Lewis um, from here. And you know, we sat down at the table, and uh, one of the other folks in the group said, "Okay, what do you do?" And I said, "I'm actually just transitioning. I'm going to try carpentry. I've wanted to do that for a long time." And then Lewis walked in a couple minutes later, and they said, "Oh, what do you do?" And goes, "I'm a carpenter." And I said, "Perfect. Let me pick your brain <laughs> yes. about that." Um, <laughs> So he told me he worked for you guys and said, they're a really great company. You should look into it um, as an option for down the road when you get some experience. So you know, I went on the website um, and loved all the photos. Knew it was the quality of work I wanted to learn how to do. um, And that's really when the interest started. Very cool. Yeah.
1: Good. So after that, did you start kind of following along and following us on social media and all that kind of fun stuff? Yeah, definitely good um so checked out all the pictures on the website um
2: loved all the projects you guys had i think pretty recently wrapped up a really cool job in granville mm-hmm. so read through all those articles um, yeah and just started to try to get to understand the company a little bit yeah
0: and what uh drove you towards the trades what it's the hands-on it? aspect okay now um, had yeah. you done any like carpentry with your dad or your grandpa or anything like that in the past
2: Minimal, but yeah, okay. my, my grandpa was a super handyman, okay. um, did all kinds of stuff, um, and was never afraid to try anything. It was mm-hmm. a miracle he was alive, to be honest. He did electrical, <laughs> things you probably shouldn't do, uh, he wasn't scared to try. So, um, But uh, I was kind of his buddy growing up, so he okay. let me tag along, um, helped me do a couple projects growing up. We made a couple... Uh, little storage benches together and he Mm -hmm. would build play sets for friends and he'd help me with those or let me help him with those. So that was your first
0: experience with building something with your hands. Yeah. Yeah. And that
2: was probably when I was four or five, six years old. Wow. Um, And he'd help me learn how to use some of the tools and just let me watch him do it. Um, Mm -hmm. And I loved the visual product that you got something out of it that was functional and useful and and brought quality to someone's life, uh, whether it was the bench, the play set or what it was. Very
1: cool. Yeah. Good. So, I guess, what does being a carpenter at Dave Fox entail? What does your kind of day-to-day look like? Yeah, you know, it's um, it's pretty
2: broad. And uh, people ask me this a lot when they find out I'm a carpenter. And when I explain what I do, um, they say, wow, I didn't realize carpenters did all that. Um, so, so I would say there's a little bit of a difference between what carpenters do according to what kind of industry you're in. So. From what I've learned, you know, a remodeling carpenter um, does a little bit more than somebody who is more shop-focused. Um, so there is definitely a difference between being a carpenter and being a woodworker. And um, so carpentry-wise on the job site, I mean, we do, we do a little bit of everything. Um, it can be a little bit of plumbing and a little bit of electrical for demo. Uh, we demo the sites, so it's tearing everything out. And then um, if it's a small enough job, sometimes we're laying in a little bit of flooring, doing some drywall patching, um, but then we definitely do get to the woodworking side of it, so we get to install the trim, uh, the cabinetry, any kind of details um, that are going into the home, done a little bit of stair work. Um, so it's really fun because it's so different day to day, and uh, you get intro to even a little bit of tile work um, I've gotten to do, so.
0: So tell me about your drywall patching. How's that coming?
2: Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's you know, coming. <laughs> yeah, Drywall
0: is like, for a carpenter, <clears throat> okay. Yep. When I first started doing drywall, I didn't, didn't know anything about what I was doing. Yes. So I put the mud on way too thick, mm-hmm. and by the time I was done, I needed a big power sander to, sand <laughs> to the get wall. it down. Yes. So it's like learning drywall is a very unfun process, isn't it? Can you?
2: Yeah, it's a little yeah. tedious. Yeah. Um, I'm amazed. So I love to watch like our subcontractors come through. Watch these people that have been doing their skill and their trade mm-hmm. for how many years, it and is to watch how yeah. effortlessly they yep. do it. Yep. Um, so one of our uh, primary drywall contractors, you know, I watch him and his guys work, um, and it's like an art form mm-hmm. for them. And you can... when you watch them, it looks so easy, and then when you try to do it, and it does not look the same, yeah. um, then you realize how much skill they have. Um, and for them to make it look that easy I Um, know the technique It's like when they're
0: done you hardly even have to sand it I mean it is so yes they skim
2: it and um yeah yeah, I think I had a sand last patch I did about four times before it looked anything (laughs) similar to the way that Jose had it um so it gives you a big appreciation for what they do
1: yes it's so true we had our basement finished and the drywallers when they came in and did you know the ceiling the walls everything Mm -hmm. they were just like little Task rabbits. I mean, they came in there, they didn't even have to talk to each other. They just went, everyone did their job, put it up there as fast as, you know, so fast. They were completely covered in white Mm -hmm. and (laughs) like didn't phase them at all. They're on these little stilts. Unbelievable. Yeah. Just didn't phase them. I know.
0: Yep. So if you want to learn how to drywall, just contact Ann and she'll show you how to do
1: it. (laughs)
2: Right. I'll give you the contact for other drywallers. Yeah. We're going
0: to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Good morning. You're listening to the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show. We're here every Sunday morning, 8 o'clock, and on podcasts in a limited yes. range, right?
1: Um, not that limited. I mean, really? podcasts, pretty much anywhere you can get your I had to say
0: something different than available all over the world, so I just thought I'd say limited.
1: <laughs> okay. So they're special.
0: <laughs> it's the, Super not special Not everybody podcast. can listen to our podcasts. Okay. Only special people.
1: Well, that's probably true. There's probably parts of the world that... Don't allow There we go. So, so we're we, a
0: limited yeah. podcast. Mm-hmm. You have to have yeah. be Exclusive. We're exclusive. Listen. Oh, there you go.
1: Available on all podcast platforms exclusively. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> exclusively on all podcasts. Yes. So it's okay. Exclusively available anywhere you get your marketing
2: term, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's marketing.
0: All right. So today we have a guest with us, Ann Blowers, and Ann's one of our carpenters. And if you're just tuning in, Ann's kind of telling her story about how she got started in the carpentry trade with working with their grandpa, working with their hands and making something and getting that sense of satisfaction that comes from that. That's kind of like you get hooked on that, I think. It is addictive. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it makes you curious of what other things you can do.
0: We've got a whole so. company of people that are stuck on that.
2: Yeah, you've got a <laughs> company of carpentry addicts. I think. <laughs> We're yeah. addicted to car- building stuff and right. getting the
0: sense of satisfaction that comes from that.
1: Yeah, making our clients yep. happy.
0: We're unashamedly addicted.
1: Well, that's okay. Right. That's that's acceptable. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I think that, too, coming into carpentry, you know, as a career path, a lot of people will continue to do it throughout their life as a mm-hmm. hobby. Um, I actually have a friend of mine that's, uh, he's actually an engineer at Sherwin-Williams, and on the side flips houses and, and things like that, or mm-hmm. his own house. He's remodeled all of them. And it's a tough switch to make, I think, you know, to understand that there not only is, you know, a lifestyle to that, but the professional side of remodeling is something that, like, we at Dave Fox have. And that's not something that everyone thinks of when you think of switching to the trades industry, is this really professional career um, through the trades. And it's nice that we're able to. Kind of fulfill that for people to have this career path you know with you know management positions available and things like that that you can build and grow to um, as mm-hmm. you you know grow into the career because it's also it is a very physical career path it is mm-hmm. um So you probably don't have to wake up at 530 to go to the gym because you have a physical day. It's a big perk. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That (laughs) sounds (laughs) lovely. Definitely
2: (laughs) a big perk, yeah. You don't feel bad about sitting down at the end of the day.
1: Yeah, no. I whereas you know I'm marketing, so I sit at a computer all day. So mm-hmm. I like look at my watch, and be like, oh my gosh, I've had like twelve hundred steps today. Right. I to get up! <laughs> I really should move my body. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but it is a perk, you know. It is a healthier lifestyle, moving your body and using your body and things like that. But I also think that you can get to a certain point where maybe you don't want to be using your body. To that Absolutely. extent. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And having a career path um, in the trades is, is nice for that reason is that, you know, a lot of our maybe project managers or management team have gotten to a point in their career that they might not want to be doing the physical labor all day long, but are still get to be involved in the crafts and the the kind of intricate thinking of how to build things. Mm-hmm. Um, that's always my, I always find fascination in that. And, you know, I, I want this to happen is it buildable, <laughs> you know, like right. that, how do you build it? Yep. You know, and I think our, all of our team kind of gets excited about that aspect of things too, of like the figuring it out, it's like a puzzle. How can it be built? Exactly. You know, mm-hmm. I think Michelle was just showing us her, the floating glass shelves um, in a project that we just finished and okay. talking through how they figured out how to do that. Mm-hmm. Right.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's always a puzzle.
1: Yeah, it's a very fun puzzle though. Um, so you had mentioned that you were switching career paths, Mm -hmm. um, what were you previously involved in?
2: Yep, so for
1: the close to five years
2: uh, before I came here, I was a college admissions counselor. I worked between two different schools, um, so I worked at my alma mater for about two and a half years, um, and then worked at Ohio State Newark for about two years, um, when I moved back into the area from Northeast Ohio. So, um, it was a a good job, um, it's something I went into right out of college, um, so I actually. Nothing I do really ties right. So I, my college degree um, was museum studies and history, and I went into that because I, I really like again hands-on work. So I was looking at being uh, like maybe an artifact um, preservationist. Okay. And then through my experiences within that program, realized maybe that wasn't the best path for me. Um, so then I loved the school I went to, and I just really wanted to work there to start, and. So got the chance to do that. It was really good experience getting to learn public speaking and um, build relationships with people. Um, but kind of when COVID hit and we all went remote, um, my balance within that job kind of got switched. So I'm, I'm not a sit at a desk person. And I knew that going into college, um, but my job became 100% desk work. Mm-hmm. Um, emails and phone calls and all that through the computer, there wasn't any face-to-face. Um, so I knew maybe admissions wasn't the long-term career for me. Uh, hadn't really figured out what was next, um, but then when COVID came, it kind of accelerated, um, honestly, kind of the need for me to switch uh, careers and find find fulfillment in my job again. Yeah. Um, so so COVID yeah. really
1: shook things up, I feel it like, for everybody. totally did. You know?
2: Yeah. Um, some lot pros of and... A career path changes. Absolutely. Yes. Pros and cons that came with it. But yeah, I'm grateful for the change, though.
1: I know. It is interesting because, you know, you, I feel like I hear this all the time. You go to a restaurant and they can't find enough staff or, yep. you know, so many places mm-hmm. cannot find staff and... If, where did everyone go? You know, where did everybody go? (laughs) What is everybody doing? (laughs) Yeah, And everything's so much more expensive, so they have to be working, right? Mm -hmm. And I I don't have the answer to this question, but it is, it's like everybody's question. Where did everybody go? Right? it
0: is kind of baffling, really. It is, it Mm -hmm.
1: really is. And I think, you know, there's so many, I think a lot of new careers kind of came about, you know, that there's also that whole influencer vlogger oh my gosh yes. group that is making insane amounts of money mm-hmm. doing what they do um and I, I mean i guess i think a lot of it started in covid a lot of people got started doing that sort of thing during covid They're home they did house projects they you know yep and I don't know. I still don't know where everybody went, though. <laughs>
0: I know. I think a lot <laughs> of people all retired, <laughs>
1: you know, earlier than they maybe would have. I think yeah. that's a big chunk yeah. of what happened there. Is you yeah. know anyone that was nearing retirement? Yes. Why put yourselves through all those trial and tribulations yeah. of that time period? Right. Yeah. They called it a little early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which makes total sense. And I don't know. I think it just changed everybody's perspective on a lot of things. Um, and shifted but I still don't know where everybody went that that one's <laughs> <Right. a> mystery. <laughs> yes
2: it is a little bit
1: yeah definitely so what would you say is the your favorite part about your switch
2: to the yeah trades? oh my gosh it's um get to do something different every day um definitely a big learning curve but it's so satisfying um so I, I pretty much know uh walking in the door at work in the morning, I'm, I'm probably going to get to do something uh, well, definitely different than the day before. Mm-hmm. And there's, like you said, it's always a little bit of a puzzle. So there's going to be some kind of new little challenge. Um, and I just love getting to to show up at work and have the tasks set before you um, and be able to physically accomplish that during the day and have a physical visual um, product that you've, you've left. So,
0: um, and you've kind of gone through the... Uh... Uh, learn as you work tra- uh, training program. program. Here. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah. 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 Yep. So, a work train program. How's that gone?
2: I have loved it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so to be honest, I mean, when I was thinking about making the switch into the trades, um I looked into a couple between electrical, plumbing and carpentry. Um and to be honest, it was a little confusing of figuring out how to get into it Mm -hmm. if you weren't going into it right out of high school and going into a trades program. Um, I was looking for adults' trades programs, figuring out, you know, what trades allow apprentices, you know, how do I go about doing this? Mm -hmm. And I think working on the job site has been um, the best way to learn versus in the classroom.
0: Okay, so Ann, we're going to take a break, but after our break, let's talk a little bit more about that because I know you mentioned that... uh, you know, you, you came into it kind of green as carpenter. So we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Day Fox Home Remodeling Show. Today we're talking with Ann Blowers. Ann is one of our re, uh, carpenters, remodeling carpenter. <laughs> the R remodel just comes out of my mouth again. So, <laughs> so, so Ann, right before the break, and in case anyone's just tuning in, uh, you were talking about you know transitioning to a different career, mm-hmm. going into carpentry, and you. When you talked to Lewis, he said, you know, get a little training and then come work for us. Yep. Well, it's, did that work out that way or how did it work out?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So interestingly enough, um, obviously did not. So, um, and, and I'm very grateful that Dave Fox was willing to take me on um, without those few years of experience. Um, So, so the way that I got into it um, was, again, I was thinking about that career shift. I actually ran into a family friend that I hadn't seen for about eight years. Mm -hmm. Um, He was just retiring from being an engineer and was going to, uh, where he had kind of transitioned into doing um, carpentry, remodeling work, um, in a semi-retired fashion. And um, so I asked him if he would be willing to take on an apprentice, because I thought, well, if nothing else, this gives me kind of a bridge um, into it. And uh, he was willing to. His apprentice was moving on, and he said, yep, I'm looking for somebody. So so he took me on. um, And I was with Paul for about six months. Um, and then just realized it was kind of a part time mm-hmm. apprenticeship. And I realized I just need something a little more full time um, to just kind of accelerate getting into this career a little faster. Um, and when I thought about where to go, um, I talked to Lewis about it a little bit, a couple other people I knew that were in the trades. Um, and especially being a female going into the trades, um, this was the company Lewis said, hands down, um, you know. You'll you might you'll find great people in the trades. Um, some job sites or companies are going to be a little rougher than others. Um, but hands down, Dave Fox will be a really welcoming and respectful environment um, for you to learn in. And mm-hmm. so he said, if you're going to apply somewhere, um, I would highly recommend you apply there. So I figured it was worth a shot. <laughs> um, and uh, so yeah, about six months into doing carpentry work, um, again, just realized I needed something
1: full time so applied and here i sit
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah and you know it's one of the incredible things about you know not only the the size of our because of the size of our company we are able to bring people on and kind of trade them into it and train yep. them into it um and you know there's a certain kind of i guess Things that we look for in the sense of like having that work ethic. You need mm-hmm. to want it, you need to be willing to learn. And it's honestly a lot easier to train a new dog new tricks than an old dog, you know, yes new tricks. And so Absolutely. being able to bring people on and teach them the proper way from the get go how to do something and and to our quality standards. Um, has worked really well for us. And it's also supported the trades community very well. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's something that we all feel very strongly about is kind of supporting the trades community. And I think that it's a a really neat thing that we're able to do. A lot of people have come to us and it's so funny how much similarity there is between what everybody says of like, I just, I like the satisfaction at the end of the day. I like to work with my hands. I can't sit at a desk. Like Mm -hmm. there's, you could almost put, kind of the poster child of, right. you know,
2: <laughs> of the field worker. Of the yeah. field worker, and yep. uh,
1: it's just really interesting. How has it been being a woman coming into a predominantly male industry? You know, how's that transition been?
2: It's been good. Um, so I, I worked some landscaping growing up. I've honestly normally worked in a more male-dominated field, um, just because that's what I have an interest in are those kinds of jobs, and it's been great. Um, all the guys here are very respectful, uh, really fun to be around. And uh, all of our subcontractors, Dave Fox does a really good job, I think, of of vetting all of our subs, right? So no going on the job site, these are going to be good people to be around. Um, And so it was definitely, you know, a little bit of a transition, I think, especially for the guys, just having a woman on the job site. And that's not a bad thing. I think they were just Trying to figure out, you know, some of the. We were all trying to figure out the dynamics. I think. Yeah. Are we going to interact the same way? Yeah. You know, what does this look like? They didn't want to be offensive, right? So, um, the first couple of weeks I was on the job, you know, some of the guys, I think uh, maybe they would forget I was there. They'd make a joke or something, and they'd like be like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm sorry. That won't happen again. You know." Um, and so they they're very respectful and and do a good job um, of you know, honestly, I feel like they, uh, they don't baby me in, in a good way. Yeah. Right. Um, so I think we have a good, respectful working relationship and we can have fun together and, um, it's, it's worked out well.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, we've really, I mean, years ago, I kind of came to the realization that we have to be a training company because Mm -hmm. there's not just tons of people knocking on the door wanting to be carpenters today. Yeah. And you have to really somehow get something triggered in you like you did in early age, you know, a lot of people come to us. I worked with my grandpa, you know, and mm-hmm. I got busy with this other job and I just missed so much, you know, the ability to create things. Yep. So there's something really special and magical about, uh, working with your hands and, and creating things. And really th- today there's so much creation in, uh, technology and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a bunch of young kids growing up wanting to be carpenters is non-existent. So we have to take advantage of the young people who are, do have an interest and take them and train them up because mm-hmm. that's that's how our future is going to, that's what our future is going to depend on.
1: Yeah, it's so true because even, I mean, out of that type of individual that would be good in the trades and have that mindset for the trades, working with their hands, there is that whole now tech era that's a very similar mindset you know it's coding mm-hmm. is a very similar mindset to carpentry um it is on a computer but it's still doing something with your hands it's and creative it's yeah. totally creative mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. having that end result that you get to see your robot mm-hmm. moves or whatever yeah. the case is <laughs> yeah, you know that's true yep um and you know i think even almost all children in their childhood played with legos like even that kind of yeah. activity is very Uh, representative of the carpentry and things like that and kind of that working with your hand and the satisfaction at the end of it. Um, I mean, I get that out of like creating an ad and and, and things like that on the computer. Like I get that satisfaction and I think we all get fulfilled by different things in different ways. I think Mm -hmm. it would be really cool to build something. I don't think I'm the best person for that, but <laughs> okay. I could certainly give it a go. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. But a computer is like a second, I mean, a second language to me, I can figure out almost anything on a computer. Um, just like a lot of our field workers could figure out anything out in the field and with mm-hmm. the, you know, give them a tool and some wood and they'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Um, but I just think that, that mindset is very, very cool. And then the work ethic I think is a really important, um, aspect as well. And, you know i always feel ancient when i say this but i do see it kind of dying out a little bit that work ethic mm. that grit that there used to be and still is in a lot of people but there's not as many people with that that really grit work ethic that's really willing to start at the bottom and work their way up you know there's a little bit of a sense of entitlement uh in the n- younger generations yes, <laughs> and, uh, can be. and it's hard to overcome that and hard to go against that i mean i remember when I graduated from college, it was, you know, in 2008, during the recession, there was nobody hiring. And if they were, they would hire the person with 30 years experience for next to nothing. <laughs> right. And, um, and so I worked for free uh, 60 hours a week just to get something to put on my resume. Um, so I just called everywhere until somebody picked up the phone and said that I could work for them for free. I was like, I will clean your floors. I will do whatever you want. Yeah. I'm free work, <laughs> Right. <laughs> whatever you want.
0: Do you ever <laughs> think of going back to that, Jamie? No, so, I, <laughs> haven't <thought laughs> oh, oh, right. I haven't thought about it. Haven't given it a second <laughs> okay. thought at all. Okay. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, so, you know, you do have to have, I think anything is obtainable mm-hmm. if you have that little bit of grit. You know, and I think a career yeah. shift is a very, takes a lot of grit, you know, to make that kind of jump and leap of faith. Um, yeah. And I think that's really cool.
0: Yep. The old Winston Churchill speech never yeah. give up, never give up, never give up. And that's who we are, Dave Fox remodeling. We never give up. No. Nope. Doing a great job. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. And, you know, sometimes things go wrong on job sites, believe it or not, man. I know yes. you've probably never seen it before, but.
2: Oh, just maybe once. Okay. Yeah. But
0: we never <laughs> give up. We never walk away until it's done That's right. That's right. Okay. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Welcome back. I'm Gary Demas. This is the Day Fox Home Remodeling Show. This is segment number four. You ready for one more segment, Jamie? I'm ready. Yep. Let's do it. Okay. And you ready?
1: Absolutely. Okay. <laughs>
0: All right. Take it away, Jamie.
1: All right. So. With, we kind of talked about what your day to day is like in in the field and with carpentry and things like that. But what are some of the things that you've gotten to work on that have really stood out to you, or some of your most rewarding days? What have those looked like?
2: Yeah, um, I think one of the most rewarding days that comes to mind uh, was really was a new challenge. Um, so we were building a fireplace surround um, in a house, and I hadn't I hadn't done anything like that to date. Um, so it was just figuring out you know, what pieces come first. It's that whole puzzle formula right Mm -hmm. um so here's your end product and and what steps you're going to do first um and it took us about two and a half or three days um to get the surround done but when it did and you stepped back and you looked at it and you're like man those joints are tight and once this you know it was getting painted it was like it's going to be one beautiful solid piece um beautiful profiles in the wall um great spot right there to put a family portrait or something and um you could just visualize, right, sitting in that dining room and having a fire going um, and just the atmosphere it was going to create, but realizing that the work you just did for the past three days, now that family can enjoy that for years to come. Mm -hmm. And it just brings a little bit more personality to the house. Um, So that was definitely rewarding. I was a little nervous going into it because, Mm -hmm. again, I hadn't done it before. Um, But it was those kind of excitement nerves and then also just nerve nerves. You got to balance that (laughs) out, right? (laughs) So um, it was good. It was challenging, but then just that reward of saying, you know, in order to grow your skill set, you're just going to have to go through challenge after challenge and uh, just build your confidence little by little Mm -hmm. of there's a way to do this. And if you ask the right questions and you have the right support behind you, then you're going to get a great product at the end. Um,
1: It is kind of wild to think about how long the stuff that we're building is going to live in a home and how many people and experiences are going to happen around, you know, that fireplace and, you know, For all you know, that's maybe where they take their family pictures from here on out, right? Right. And it's in every background of their pictures. Like it's just the impact that we get to have on people's lives is really, you know, it's a reward every day. Which is is cool.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's a pleasure to be involved in it.
1: Yeah. Very cool. So what would be what would you say is the most difficult thing you've had to do? Oh gosh. Um (laughs) putting you on the spot. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um,
2: you know, I don't know. Difficult things, huh? Um, Overcoming the nerves. <laughs> yes, I think honestly that's probably one of the most <laughs> difficult things. Um, so I'm definitely personality type wise, someone that you know I like to have it very cut and dry. You know, so tell me the steps, show me what the product looks like at the end, and like absolutely, um, that's great. But if it's a little vague, I'm like, okay, I'm you know, and so I, I always ask a lot of detailed questions. Um, so the nerves has definitely been uh, a little bit of a hurdle to get over. Um, you know, obviously the project managers they they can't you know babysit their employees, right? So um, so knowing you know here's here's what I need you to do. Here's the tools. Here's the materials. Um, and like you'll be fine. You know, yeah. uh, my my previous project manager told me once in a job um, I was getting ready to do something. I had everything set, and again it was a process I hadn't hadn't done before. We were um, piecing in some new hardwood floors into existing. Mm. And so I was toothing those in together, making the cuts, making sure they're all gonna be tight. And uh, I was hesitating to like make this final cut on this piece. And uh, so anyways, my, my project manager showed up. Um, and I said, great timing. I just want to run this through you before I do anything. Um, and he said, yeah, you're right on track. And he looked at me and he said, you know what, Anne? sometimes you just you just got to do it. <laughs> you know he's like you hesitate but he's like you're on the right track you just got to do it and um literally I think that's like that's the thing I needed to hear and I I can like hear that voice in my head all the time when yeah. I hesitate and I'm like I know this is the right way to do it you know and you just stop standing there and looking at it you just got to do it <laughs> you just got to do it yep. Take so the that's been I think that the most difficult part is to just stop hesitating and have the confidence to know that You've got the skill set, and you're doing it the right way. You know, at Dayfox, we're never going to do something that we, we don't know is going to be the proper way to do it. Uh, we're never going to give our our clients a bad product. So, knowing that what the PM has said is is right, and they're going to be there to support you, they're never going to put you in a position that is something that they don't know you can do. Yeah. So, um, so having confidence in that has been a good growing curve.
1: Yeah.
0: So, Ian, uh, what skills? To date, have you feel like you've developed well, and what skills do you need to develop or want to develop in the future?
2: A little more, yeah. Um, I'd this say is I'm, also your review, by the way. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, my annual review. No pressure, um, <laughs> with the president, nonetheless. <laughs> all right, stepping it up. Um, yeah. So, skill sets. Um, you know, I'm pretty decent at demo these days. Um, okay. <laughs> right. So, I actually really That's enjoy. That's where it all starts. I know. I yeah. really enjoy Which the demo I've process. Which does
1: take it. Like you can't just take a sledgehammer and go nuts at it. I've learned. Right. Some things. Yeah. You, you do have, have to, like, to really carefully take down. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Especially plumbing and all that. We actually have
0: a home that people live in when we demo. So yeah. <laughs> <We> <laughs> There's that can't right. Too <laughs> carried away. You can't take a bulldozer to it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um,
2: yeah. So. So things. Um, you know, I've right now learning a little bit more with framing. Um, I've gotten to do a decent amount of work actually with the Schluter um, tile system okay. installation, and mm-hmm. I've really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and just in general, learning learning tips and tricks for uh, measurements and cutting and getting really precise marks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was on the job site one day making a, a trim piece measurement with a pencil, and uh, my project manager showed me. You know, like actually we, you know we notch it with a razor knife because you cannot get any more precise than a razor blade. Mm -hmm. And that's the line that we cut off of. Mm -hmm. I thought that makes sense. (laughs) Um, so learning little things like that, you see this work and you think, how do people get these joints so tight and it looks so finished and so great. And so, um, I feel like about two years in, I'm finally starting to get a decent little accumulation of those tips and tricks mm-hmm. that a lot of the guys are passing on.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's invaluable. It is. Yeah, too. you're learning from people that have had years of experience, so it's, you've, it's a shortcut, you know. It you is a little t- bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm it's cheating, a, it's I'm picking the brains. It's a really valid shortcut. <laughs> yes,
2: exactly. Yeah. Um, One
0: which I did not have because <clears throat> I started in... Uh, I had no business going in this business, you know, over 40 years ago because I didn't <laughs> yeah. know what the heck I was doing. <laughs> right. So yeah. there's a lot of things I learned the hard way. Lucky uh,
1: for you, there were not I, Google reviews. I actually, <laughs> love, yeah, <laughs> really. Yeah.
0: I love watching, like there are training sessions and we have all the carpenters together and yeah. some of the very skilled craftsmen are showing tricks of measuring and, yes. and marking boards and all that kind of stuff. It's like, oh gosh, I wish I knew that when I first started. <laughs> you
2: know? Right. Yeah, I remember going into a house and taking a uh, door casing off in a demo process and realizing the entire door casing came off in one piece. And I thought, well, this is, how do they make this door casing so solid? And then you realize they've pocket screwed it in the back Mm. at the joints. Um, And one of the other carpenters was like, "Ah, I, you know, we do that to all of our casing that have butt joints. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that makes sense, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was invaluable. I looked at it, and was like, how in the world did you get this joint so tight? Because yeah. <laughs> you screw it together, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm like, that makes sense, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, so those skills, once you learn a little bit of those tips and tricks, you start looking at things a whole new way, and you can yeah. see how they've been put together, and it, it all makes sense.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it is always interesting the um, the things that. You know, a carpenter or even our design consultants and interior designers, the things they see when they enter a room are much different than like the general public (laughs) when they enter a room. You know, the things that we all look at are just Mm -hmm. very different. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, And I think it's it's kind of funny. It's kind of a fun game. It is, yeah.
2: I've sat in like a restaurant before a little bit and like looked up and looked the trim work and be like, oh, I see. How see, that's do that. the curse of this job. A is, little bit is
0: you're looking at the tiles. How straight did they lay that? Literally. Forward? How yes. tight are these joints in this room? It's yep, like exactly. you just can't help it, can you? No, you know,
2: yeah. You'll see a tile a little proud on a corner, yeah. and you're like, oh okay. god, right. yes. Yep. <laughs> It also makes the people in this industry the worst house guests. <laughs> and it's, yeah, right? It's like sitting down with a psychologist. Right, like, yeah. Do I open my mouth? Do I you don't want know. to go to dinner
1: with a psychologist? Not I don't. don't know. Know. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> Do you want to have a remodel in your house? Uh,
1: <laughs> Not unless you're going to remodel. <laughs>
0: right. Well, Ann, it's been great having you on the show today. Thanks for all your hard work. It's great to have you as part of the team. Thank you. And uh, we just want everybody to know they can go to our website, as Jamie mentioned in our first segment. We have a lot of photographs there, a lot of information about remodeling. You can reach us by email if you want to ever give us a comment or a question. It's info at dayfox.com. Appreciate you tuning in. We'll be back next Sunday morning at 8.